Tomorrow Bird, an acoustic folk duo hailing from Reading in the UK with their new single Love is Love. Now Tomorrow Bird features the musical pairing of Jen Bird and Simon Driscoll, who specialise in heartfelt songs that reflect on the human experience. They sing of hope, love, loss, courage and empowerment, creating stories and melodies that are complemented by the duo's rich vocals and seamless harmonies. Tomorrow Bird released their self-titled debut album in 2018, and they have also co-written and produced four full-length musicals together. The Island of Lost Children, The Best Murder Mystery Party Ever, The Box, and Imagine That. To learn more about Tomorrow Bird and their music, we're pleased to welcome Jen and Simon to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you guys join us today. Hi, thank you for having us. 
When I read an intro like that, and it's not just about the music, it's also about these musicals that you work on, it makes me realize there is such a lot of interesting topics to talk about today. But I want to start <laughs> off with talking about how you got together as a duo, because I know you've both been involved in music in one capacity or another for quite a while. I think it was, yeah. what, 2010 you actually first met? Yeah, yeah, we did. It was um, we were both playing at the same gig. It was at a university, um, and I was playing earlier on in the bill. It was the first time I'd ever played my songs live, so I was nervous anyway. And then he and his band, Brent Tomorrow, were headlining, and out just stepped this effortlessly charismatic and just so comfortable on stage person who then when the microphone failed just jumped out into the audience and sang amongst them and i remember just staring thinking in a million years i could never do that let alone go up and talk to them but yeah here we are all these years later so when did you actually decide to to be a duo then i mean when did that actually happen it was a few years later uh jen was actually looking for a guitar teacher and we have a, a mutual friend who uh, put her back in touch with me for that uh, so I started helping her with her guitar playing, uh, and then I ended up uh, sort of playing guitar on your solo project for yeah. a little while for your my, live performances my there. First album you played on that, uh, and that's when I managed to grab you in for a musical idea. Yeah, we, we were started... driving back from a recording session for my album, and you that's said right. to me really casually, "Do you fancy writing a musical together?" And I was like, "How <laughs> oh, hard could that be?" Sure. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think a year later, if you survive writing a musical together, you know that you can definitely stand working together. We just started gigging together and then we just very organically started writing as a duo. It was weird because we'd written a whole musical and then started writing our own material. Yeah. But it definitely was different, but it, it felt very natural. I think. It was. It was it, Everything we write it seems to come together quite naturally, which is lovely. Well, it's interesting you say that because when I listen to some of your music, I can still feel that musical theater background coming through now jen you had a solo career right and simon you had burnt tomorrow was your is that folk rock band or it's a folk rock band yes yeah still going yeah we both still yeah, do our still, still those. bits and bobs but yeah tomorrow both sort of took the the focus but yeah it kind of bleeds naturally into each other we often steal each other's songs so there's songs from my album that we do is tomorrow bird songs from burn tomorrow that we do is tomorrow bird so it's great you have three back catalogs to choose from which is nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the musical theater jen you, you were actually in musical theater right so I, yeah, I was previously in musical theater and then um, just got bitten by the songwriting bug. So I loved being in theater. It's just, I really wanted to express and create my own songs. And once I did that and I started working uh, with an amazing producer called Ivan Anshan and just, he really sort of helped me create my own things. And that just became like a drug, just singing things that I had written. Um, and then along the way we met and you fortunately shared the same kind of drug addiction I did with that. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it just worked. I sang on the soundtrack for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for Nintendo. That was really, really good fun. Amazing fun. Are there, are there actually many songs on a, on a game like that? So there were two songs on the, the first Xenoblade Chronicles 2 game, and then the extension add-on had another song. Um, but it's such a massive industry now, and they have like full orchestras for the sound score and this Japanese composer, Yasunori Mitsuda, who is an amazing composer, did the entire score. Um, it's like a movie, but just 20 times longer. <laughs> um, and people just get so invested. So there's a lot of pressure because you don't want to let them down. Um, you're just part of such an epic story. But yeah, just mind-blowing that I got to do that. Still still pinch myself to this day. 
And Simon, you had a bit of a solo career as well as Burnt Tomorrow. I mean, you, your instruments, you play guitar and also piano are your main instruments. Is that right? Yes. So uh, I was actually a classically trained pianist before anything else. And I picked up guitar when I was 16 because I wanted to be the next Kurt Cobain. <laughs> that never worked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for me, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've always continued writing um, piano stuff. And I had a, a collection of, I think, nine songs. Uh, and I said to Jen, should I, should I release this? She said, yes. But then we thought nine was not the right number. So I had to quickly jot down a tenth. Yeah, you, it was crazy. He was like, no, you said, no, I can't do nine. And then I was like, okay, well, see if like a new piece feels right. And the next day by like, what, 11 in the morning, you'd be like, I have a tenth now. <laughs> I love the way that you, you know, you mentioned how that, you know, Jen has a solo career. Uh, Simon has a solo career plus the band Burnt Tomorrow. And then you bring it all together with Tomorrow Bird, where you, you know, you share you share music between you. But I'm fascinated by the fact that you write musicals as well. So let's talk a little bit about the musicals and how they fit into the whole Tomorrow Bird universe. The whole musical idea came about because I was doing work, I still do, uh, on every Saturday I work with a charity for underprivileged kids and uh, kids with special needs. And that was all through performing arts. So we would put on shows and they would perform them. All I was seeing each time was you would have a couple of main roles and a lot of children sat around not doing much for a while. I wanted there to be something that they could all be very included in, uh, which is when I started coming up with the idea of maybe, maybe I could write something. How hard could it be? I could do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I approached Jen, because I had no idea about script writing or anything mm -hmm. like that, you actually have a, a, a writing background as well. Yeah, a bit of a one. I had like a, a terrible screenplay that <laughs> I never saw. Um, but I used to do um, freelance articles and stuff. So I thought, ah, oh, how hard can it be to apply? And again, it just, it felt wonderful to give back to these incredible kids and give them a project where, as he says, it's not just one or two main parts and everyone sits around, you know, all of them had something to really sink their teeth into and you just see them really shine and, and grow in confidence and, and self-esteem yeah. and just discovering these talents that they didn't know that they had. Actually, some of them just discovering themselves through the stories that we wrote as well. It was it's just such a absolutely privilege. incredible to watch because some of these children would come in uh, and they wouldn't speak to anyone. They would sit in a corner, very, very shy. And then you see this transformation on the stage where they suddenly become this character and they can open up. And mm. that's that's a great motivation to to keep writing. Oh, I'm sure. And, and it, it must be great just naturally for you as performers. I mean, obviously, there's a huge teaching aspect to, to what you're doing on the, the musical side of things. Uh, it, it's it's mind blowing. Uh, I, the first the first one we did, yeah, uh, we did at the Haymarket in Basingstoke. And it's a beautiful theater. And I think it took at least three to four weeks before I had actually realized what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Finished. like the curtains opened and then like our music was playing and like our story was on the stage and then people were like clapping and you're just watching and you're like this is for real and then the curtains closed and all the kids just went yeah and it was just like this is so surreal which is what a profound um privilege but yeah and then we decided we didn't have enough gray hairs so let's do this three times more um <laughs> but yeah just nothing like it yeah and I think that at least one of them's been to the West End, hasn't it? 
yes that's right the box uh was in her majesty's theater which is where they show phantom of the opera yeah and that was last march just gone was and yeah, the crazy that's... thing about that was I was in the musical theatre cafe in London with a friend a few weeks before we found out we'd be at Her Majesty's and I was in the cafe they have the blueprints of all these theatres around the room and I was staring at Her Majesty's blueprint and I said how if we ever had one of our musicals in the West End I know it'll never happen but if it ever does I'd love for it to be Her Majesty's because that's the first theatre I ever went to and wouldn't that be great ha 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 and then like four <laughs> weeks later I think you said that we had the call and it was yeah. just what. So yeah, <laughs> that was just walking around in a daze. Yeah, um, that was very strange. Yeah, one of the most stressful things we've ever done, I think. But yeah, it's not easy work. Definitely it's long hours. But one of the most amazing by far. Yeah. I'll never forget that night. Wow. Well, it's certainly it's certainly pretty impressive to you know to be. Obviously, you're uh, incredibly productive in, in what you've been able to achieve now. 2018 that was when the debut album came out let's talk about tomorrow bird but let's focus on the first song we played because that's the new single love is love yes uh tell us a little bit about that song and why you wanted to put it out with such a strong message oh that's that's straight to you this was <laughs> this was your little puppy um so we got selected to perform at the reading pride festival this year we were so honored to be chosen. And then I said to you, didn't I? I said, I would love it if we could put out a single just speaking to the message that everyone should have the right to be who they are and to love who they love. And that should be a given. You know, it shouldn't be something you even have to debate anymore. It should be a basic human right. And everyone, wherever they fall on whatever spectrum, needs to speak out on that and just tell everyone that we're all, no matter what differences we have, we're all the same. We're all equal. And yeah, that's what Love is Love is about. It's about that and it's about putting that message of, of love out there. It was just so important to us to be a part of not just the day, but the message. I'd like to dip back into your debut album just now and play another song, and that is Beyond the Storm. Tell us a little bit about this song. This is you again, Beyond the Storm. <laughs> um, so uh, you, you were going through a tough time. You were really not well at the time. Yeah. And so I, I wrote Beyond the Storm just to... I think cheer you up and also just let you know that no matter what happened, that I would always be there in the way that you are for me. And it's one of my favorite songs, that one. So when you write songs, then am I right in thinking that Simon, you are mainly in charge of writing the music and then Jen, you come up with the lyrical ideas. Is that how things generally it tends work? to be the way it works for, for the tomorrow bird, tomorrow bird songs. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's about standing by someone uh, when times are tough. And given where we are in the world right now, that feels like an ever more important uh, message and sentiment. Absolutely. Let's listen to that just now. This is Tomorrow Bird with Beyond the Storm from their 2018 self-titled album. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio and I'm Jan Hall. I know you're I feel You have to go through this again I know you're tired Feeling strange I know you're wondering If things will ever change Just hold on Every 
Tomorrow Bird with Beyond the Storm from their 2018 self-titled debut album. Jen Bird and Simon Driscoll are our special guests on Folk Roots Radio today. We're chatting about their music. We've chatted about their musicals, four of them, which is absolutely amazing. The debut album, though, came out in 2018. So tell us about the production of the album. Did you produce it yourself or did you bring other people in to do that? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, oh, that was tricky because at the time we were uh, both living with our parents, uh, stuck in tiny rooms, uh, the each of us. So I was running back and forth between the houses with uh, with my Mac, <laughs> plugging in, record something, then take it back, sit in the corner of my room and start working on the production. Uh, I don't think you slept for like two weeks. You were just <laughs> no. producing around the clock. <laughs> it was fun. It was it was really really good fun. Did you have anyone else play on the album with you? 
No, no, it's just the two of us. Yeah, all of the all the music that you hear is is Sai's arrangement um, and performing. So you're pretty comfortable doing everything, then, I guess. Yeah, the technology that's out there now means that anyone with enough drive can can produce something that sounds good. If you're willing to put in the time, something will come out of it. It is crazy what you can do from your bedroom. That is the amazing thing. Certainly, the, the, the means of production has certainly got a lot easier over the last 10 years or so. There's absolutely no doubt about that. I want to go back to the album and play another track. We're going to play Heaven Forbid. Tell us a little bit about this song. Well, this was the first song we wrote together um, that wasn't from a musical. Yeah. I think originally I was planning to put something on the New Burn Tomorrow album that was going to be uh, a duet. Uh, and I came up with the, the music and started playing it to you and sort of left it in your capable hands to try and write some lyrics and a melody to it. And that's what came back. And then from a very selfish point of view, we decided to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even tomorrow, but at that point, it was just the first piece that we collaborated, as you say, that was a standalone. And it sort of set the tone for, for everything else in many ways. Yeah. I did mean to ask you, when you came up with the name Tomorrow Bird, I mean, obviously, there's a bird here as well. Uh, what was the, the thought when you came up with the name? You know, we didn't. We have to credit uh, Jonah Matranga for that. We were opening for him in London once, and we had just started performing together, and he said, have you got a band name? And uh, we said no, and he knew that Simon was in bed tomorrow. He knew I was Jen Bird, and he went, there you go just a tomorrow bird <laughs> we were like and then he introduced us as tomorrow bird at the end of the set yeah um, <laughs> and then we're like oh well it saves us a job <laughs> well, that actually makes a whole lot of sense i didn't twig in on the um burnt tomorrow tomorrow bird aspect, <laughs> but yeah no that's great let's play that song just now this is tomorrow bird with heaven forbid from their 2018 self-titled debut album you're listening to folk roots radio and I'm Jan Hall. It's not that I'm afraid, I just know it won't last. I should walk away, no sense in repeating the past. I try to tell myself but I keep thinking about you and I feel nervous around you I know I should go but I can't move my feet Heaven forbid you should know I don't want you to 
just surround you I know I should go But I can't move my feet Heaven forbid you should know Me What would you say if I told you the truth If I admit that I'm scared and confused Would you run or stay? Tomorrow Bird with Heaven Forbid from their 2018 self-titled debut album. Jen Bird and Simon Driscoll from the band are our special guests on Folk Roots Radio today chatting about their music. We've talked about the album. We've talked about the wonderful musicals you've written. Let's talk about the live show. What people can expect when they come to a, a Tomorrow Bird gig. When we do our live show, we other musicians to play the parts that we would be missing. We try and keep it as stripped back and as pure as we possibly can. Just the guitars and our voices, a lot of dorky banter, um, <laughs> and many more guitars than people expect for a folk duo. You can expect voices, guitars, way too many guitars. <laughs> Just the right amount of guitars. Yeah, banter and um, a lot of harmonies and singing from the heart. And I think the yeah. fact that you have both had solo careers, you've got the, the Burnt Tomorrow Band in there as well, there must be a huge opportunity to, you know, really mix it up. And I, I guess, do you bring new songs to, to a gig that, you know, maybe try them out, see if it's something that would fit for Tomorrow Bird? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a great way of finding out what will work and what won't. And you can gauge the audience's reaction and mm. sort of gauge our reaction, because if it doesn't work for, for us, mm. then then yeah. we won't use it. Yeah, sometimes you write something and you, you really think you're feeling it and then for whatever reason when you're singing live you just don't feel connected to it or it's just not fitting right oh. and then sometimes later on it, it comes together. Sometimes it's just about timing. But yeah, there's nothing like a live performance to really gauge how you feel about a song. Yeah. We're very fortunate uh, around here. There are quite a few really beautiful, lovely venues mm. that really care about the local music scene. So when you are performing, you're performing to a very accepting audience, a very caring audience and a very respectful audience mm-hmm. most of the time. So it's uh, just wonderful <laughs> that, yeah. that you can you can have those moments uh, of connection with with people in our hometown. 
is the difference between being in a pub where people are going about their own lives and you're sort of singing over them versus being in a proper venue where people are there because they want to listen to music, they want to connect with the music. And, you know, when you really feel like you've touched someone's existence through something that you've created, there is just no feeling like it on the earth. No, that's wonderful. What does the future hold? Uh, more musicals? So we're putting on a little bit of a stop on the musicals for, <laughs> for a while. Just catch up and sleep. Catch our breath. <laughs> When the box was uh, going to the West End, we were in the process of writing the fourth and we were performing that only a couple of months later. Mm -hmm. So it really, really sort of took over our lives and it'd be nice to just step back a little bit. Uh, so we've started writing new material for the Tomorrow Bird stuff. We we've, have, yes. We've been having a chat about which songs we can steal from our back catalogue <laughs> as well. So handy. Uh, so I think a lot, lot of this after the uh, after the single is released is going to be concentrating on new material. Yeah. When do you hope to to have a new album out? I know we actually I think you've released two singles, uh, iPhone Kiss and then Love Is Love have come out. I think since the album. When do you think there'll be a new album? And are you planning to release more singles before that? It's funny we don't really plan these things well. <laughs> If it feels right, we just do it. So with the first album, it came together quite quickly, but it came together quite organically. So we never planned, or we will be releasing an album uh, in November of 2018. Hmm. We wrote the songs and we said, oh, we've got enough for an album. When shall we release it? <laughs> and I think we'll probably work the same way. We we don't want to to rush it and and then put out something that we're not 100% happy with. Yeah. I think we'd rather wait. So it's the same as if if you have another idea like uh, Aphon Kiss. We were uh road tripping around Scotland yeah. and the song had just been played uh on the radio and I I had it in my head and the fact that we were on the beautiful Isle of Mull, yeah. surrounded by this incredible scenery, and I had a guitar with me. Yeah. There was no way we we couldn't. <laughs> yeah, we just picked a spot by the water and just started singing. <laughs> and we decided, you know, when we get back, we need to record this as a single. And I guess that's the perfect way to road test a song like that, right? You get to hear your, you know, the the song that you might record in, you know, really stripped down form. And if it sounds good, then then it's certainly going to sound great when you exactly. get in the studio. Yeah. Exactly. I think it was it Bono who said if a song can't stand up to just a voice and a guitar, then the song isn't good enough yet. So you're getting quite well known in the UK. I mean, certainly impressed by the the people, you know, lots of people following you and uh, keeping track of where you're at. When do you think you may end up coming across the pond? So it was an interesting question for people. Well, yeah, uh, I would love to. Let's see what happens in 2020 before we uh, even talk about the USA. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. Canada, I have family there and everything. So that yeah, you, you have family in Canada. Yeah. I have friends in Canada. We were actually just talking about it, um, mm. the possibility of going over, if, if not to uh, tour, at least to visit. <laughs> I've never been and I, I want to so much and yeah well we certainly love it if you came across I'd certainly, I certainly I love your music and uh, I love your infectious enthusiasm it's been great to talk to you today if, if people want to learn more about the music of Tomorrow Bird how can they do that? 
I just want to go to www.tomorrowbird.com. Uh, we've got links to absolutely everything on there, or the musicals or the other mm-hmm. projects we do. There's a contact page. Just get in touch and say hi. Yeah. Tomorrowbird.com is the hub. And there's a, there's a link to um, uh, something called Shout at the Dark on the page too, which is uh, about supporting awareness for mental health as well, which we both really yeah. passionately believe in too. Yeah, um, no, that's that's lovely. Well, it's been great to talk to you today. We've got one more track before we wrap the interview. We're going to play Get Gone from your debut album. You're going to be gone in a minute, so that seems a good time <laughs> to be playing it. Tell us a little bit about this song. This was brilliant. So I don't know who said it, um, but uh, the phrase is, there is a song in every new guitar. And Jen very graciously bought me a new guitar for uh, Christmas. Uh, And it was a parlor guitar and it had a very bluesy sort of Delta kind of sound to it. And the second it arrived, we started playing through a riff and Jen had been working and it wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't, uh, <laughs> I was in a bit of a frustrated place. <laughs> so you started playing and I just started like living over the top. And the next thing we knew we'd sort of written this kind of, yeah. Yeah. Hit the road kind of angry. Yes. Song. It was fun. <laughs> it was sassy, but yeah, that, that definitely cemented the hole in every guitar. There is a, yep. there is a song. I truly believe there is. <laughs> that was, that was the song. <laughs> Perfect way to finish this interview. This is Tomorrow Bird with Get Gone from their 2018 self-titled debut. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And Jen Bird and Simon Driscoll, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Likewise. Thank Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Your 
Baby, get gone. Baby, get gone. Baby, get gone. 